Good morning, and welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm your host, Tamara McDaniel. Join us if you can. We're at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. Or phone in at 356-9397. Even text us if you like at 351-5357. We have our plant experts standing by, which include Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Marianne. And good morning, John Weisgarber. Good morning, Tamara. And I haven't seen Steve Brown yet. Is he able to... Did you check under he, the table? He, no, nope, he's not I there. know. He might be... Not, not quite here yet. Not quite he's here. He might be here. In the greenhouse. Okay. But he's not, like, out on a shopping trip. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'd like to be right now, Seriously, right here yeah. on a shopping trip. Because, a uh, quick reminder that they, you still have you still have bags available if uh, folks wanted to buy. The Santa bags. The Santa bags. Yes. Yes. It's like a really yes. large laundry bag. Yeah. I mean, it's like what Santa would throw over his, sa- his shoulder. Really, really cute uh, Christmas motifs on the front. Yes. Yeah, they're nice bags, nice weight. Yeah. Um, I think I used some last year for... Um, gift bags under the tree but what a great idea i i heard somebody say this last week uh to use them for decorating throughout the house yes. and we have them hanging all over the store here and they just look they're just great they're just festive they are but the they important really part is yes well the important part is you pay ten dollars for the bag and 100 percent of the ten dollars goes to the salvation army 100 percent, right here the local yep. chapter yeah. That's yeah. so great. Yeah, I am always stunned of what I when I hear the stats from the Salvation Army and what they do for just our county, mm-hmm. let alone the whole world. I mean, there's they're in so many different countries, but um, just this county, it's just just blows me away. Yeah, I, so I, it's a good I cause. Agree. It is a good cause, and uh, huh. so uh, oh, and I see Major Randall Summit. Oh yes, he about is. the store. So hopefully he'll be able to join us in just a little bit here and tell us more about what the Salvation Army does and what your money will be going toward. In the meantime, Steve Brown has finally finally, finally. gotten Jeez. through finally. his pack of fans and paparazzi who are always here to greet him. Yeah, he's just he outside has, of he the has business. Groupies. Nothing mm-hmm. to see here, folks. Let's, <laughs> let's move along. <laughs> Good morning, Steve. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks. I'm doing well. It was nice to listen to you earlier talking about their appearance coming on here and how cute the bags were and stuff like that when you were on with Jim earlier this morning. Oh, yeah, with uh, with uh, Blake. With yeah. Blake. He's taken over for Jim, so, I, so I know it's kind of hard. kind of to... behind the times. Yeah, it's yeah but the, right. the sale's going really well uh, so far. And uh, as we expected, the Champagne location, Prairie Gardens, is has outsold the other locations by quite a few, which is what we projected, and we're still going. So we still have plenty of bags left. Uh, you know, we, we're, our goal was to sell 1,500 of them and raise $15,000, and I think we're well on our way, but we, we need to have our next good week to get it done. So okay. very optimistic. Okay. Yeah. Terrific. Well, you know, and, and the community came through last year oh, yeah. in buying all of the uh, tote bags that you were selling yep. to benefit the Salvation Army. So. So here you go, community. Yeah. Come on out. They've got another great purchase for you. Did you guys, uh, I didn't listen for the, I was down at the warehouse. Did you guys talk about fresh at all or anything? We we haven't even gotten to that yet. Okay. I guess I, guess I wasn't. Do tell. You weren't listening. I'm so, I'm so excited because I correctly identified these as cypress plants. 
Really? That's what she did? She did. All by myself wow. without looking at the label. I'm wow. impressed. <laughs> Thank you. I was quite there impressed. This is just awesome. <laughs> and for those that obviously can't see what she's talking about, there are a couple of small indoor, not winter hardy, uh, evergreen looking guys. Mm-hmm. Kind of a fuzzy little uh, texture. Mm-hmm. Hard, almost doesn't look real. Almost doesn't, but it is. But it Especially is like the, the lemon cypress, which is more of a... Uh, lemony chartreuse green color yeah and it actually and when you did touch it it had that cool fragrance didn't it yes yeah. very much so so as far as having this as a quote-unquote house plant yeah um, what do you guys think in terms of just a seasonal splash or you think in terms of longevity where somebody could actually keep it going inside the house for six or eight months or a year or more i, I actually kept mine i had one a couple of years ago that i kept for um two seasons and then it just didn't get cold enough. I mean, and you can't let it get too cold, but they do need to be cool hmm. in the wintertime instead of sitting in your warm basking in the heat of winter right. furnaces. So <laughs> so most people would treat this as a, as a, as seasonal, a seasonal plant. As a seasonal plant. splash, okay. I think. Exactly, exactly. But, Unless but you just, really just love that kind of challenge. Yeah. Which some people do. Which some people yeah. do. Explain why the darker green cypress has a little... Christmas sweater with it. Well, these are really cute burlap covers on the pots. I just think mm-hmm. they're adorable. But then we got these um, in three different colors. I think there's red, green, and a beige-colored burlap. And they all have a little uh, piece inside them, um, a little uh, thingy. And this one's called... You a have such a way with words. <laughs> I know. My repertoire is just... just Finite. It almost looks like one of the little sweaters you can get to fit over a wine bottle. It's called Ugly Sweater. The plant is? Well, this particular um, outfit Model. right there. Right there. And there's one called Reindeer and there's one called Santa, but there's like two or three different sweaters. I just think they're so funny. It just makes me laugh looking at them. It's a little additive to, yeah. the, to make it festive. Oh, I thought, I thought you were going to say attitude, but yeah, additive, attitude. Yeah, yeah. same thing. That too. So, yeah. Yes. Move it on to the outdoors. Absolutely. Yeah. We got in pine. We were out of um, cut bow pines. We got those yeah. in. You're fully stocked on cedar, we pine, have, and everything. We all have the boughs. All, all yep. of the yep. cuts that you need, we've got them right now. Well, uh, what wow. I'm excited about is that we got the balsam trees in. The balsams. Oh, my gosh. I think if you gorgeous. remember our last week on this radio show, we said they were delayed in a s- snowstorm coming out of Canada. Okay, and, yes. And so, but they did come as promised at 8 o'clock on Monday morning. And yep. they look fabulous. And there was snow inside the trucks because they, <laughs> they were loaded in the snow and they were packed. So. <laughs> no fact, kidding. Oh, it was, a, it was a mess. One of the young men unloading him said, I think they ran a snowblower inside the truck. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you already have it there and it can yeah, help keep you know, them fresh it, right? and hydrated. That's what happened. But yeah, Why there's, not? there's um, over a thousand of them out there and they're looking really, really nice. They look fabulous. Wow. So. Yeah, what a great value for, for a tree for twenty nine ninety. Yeah. What wow. I'm, what I'm really loving. Tall, balsams are gorgeous. Not yeah. just the balsams, but but all, all of the trees we got just feel you can feel the moisture in them, so you you know they're going to have some life in them through the season. Mm-hmm. So, and, and that's a good indication when they're heavy, when they're when they're hard to carry. That's good. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's for sure. And to me, I think they're the most fragrant out of the balsams. Yeah. They. Are fabulous. They explode. Yep. And yeah. comfortable shopping. You're out of the wind. You're out of the rain. Just in the big covered greenhouse out there. So it's yeah. it's cool for the trees' benefits. Yes. But it's uh, it's quite comfortable out yes. there. So absolutely. 
Good day to pick one out. Yep, it is. Indeed. So, this gentleman standing over here to your left. I know. I'm wanting yes, to, we didn't get to give him, him my chair. chair. <laughs> here, take this one. Go ahead and so, back up here. Yeah, what were we thinking? Not, I guess. <laughs> oh, you, you're going to give him the turkey chair? The turkey chair. The tricky chair. Oh, I can do it. It is a tricky I chair. I can do it. Turkey, tricky, same thing, right? You get to rock a little bit just because the uh, oh. one, one leg is a little rock. off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that one is turned on. Is, is this one of the volunteers? This, this is, this is the, the man. This is the man. This Doug. is Doug Crusoe, our board chairman. So, yes. Nick? No, Doug. Doug? Doug? Yes. Very but, but nice to meet you. You can call you. him Nick for the next 30 minutes if you want to. <laughs> Saint Nick. As long as people come in and appreciate the Salvation Army. There you go. <laughs> so, but, uh, so what I'll have, why are you the man? Or maybe I should ask Randy that. Well, because he's our board chairman. He's the gentleman who oversees uh, the local board here in Champaign County, and uh, he's the one who's been working for about six years now. He has been working with our advisory board and making sure everything happens, and specifically during this season, that we, he, we give him that affectionate title because he's the guy who organizes all of our board members to make sure all the money that we're collecting at all the red kettles gets counted every night. So he's the one who's down there sorting out the ones and, and bagging up all the change and getting everything all ready and getting it all organized so we know how, how we're actually doing with our campaign. So. So, so if we run into, so if somebody donates a gold coin anonymously, uh, then... We thank them. Anonymously, <laughs> rather. <laughs> and you're the one who gets to find it? Yes. Well, oh. myself and the other board members who are helping us, yes. Oh, and that makes quite an exciting evening when we run across oh, one of those. I'll bet it does. Yeah. I'll bet it does. Yeah. So, so, Doug, how did you get involved with the Salvation Army? Well, actually, when I retired about 12 years ago, my wife decided we needed something to do. And she read an article in the paper about the canteen run here in Champaign, mm -hmm. which the Salvation Army uh, participates in. And so we went out and volunteered and went out and you provide a sack lunch for the, the homeless. And then if they have sundry needs, we have sample sizes of sundry needs for them, basic clothing that we provide for them is, is donated to us. And so from there, you know, I went on to the, to the board uh, with a charge of property. And then beyond that, then I become board chairman. Wow. That's so awesome. That's fantastic. So it's, de it's, it's obviously definitely in your heart, definitely a passion. Very much so. Yeah. And I'm sure you, as challenging as it is, you're just probably in more and more invigorated the more you see success stories and other volunteers that, yeah, the more time you spend there, the more you become wanting to be a part of it. And oh, we have bet. just tremendous board members and, oh, and yes. Salvation Army staff. Al Vogelsang, I think, was here last week, and he's just incredible, is what he does for us. Oh, absolutely. As well as you folks, and we really appreciate your support. Well, we're, well, we're a minor, minor, minor part in the whole thing, part, thing but, yeah. but we're, we're yeah. glad to participate and, and acknowledge what you do for yeah, all of Champaign them. County. Yeah, for Champaign Thank County. County. What a blessing. Absolutely. Truly. Randy, uh, I think we ran through some of the statistics for some of the listeners last week, and I know I was just amazed Yeah. from whether it was counseling, one-on-one uh, -on -one sessions, helping people navigate social services and get pointed in the right way so they're just not lost and hopeless, to uh, providing meals, to providing the toy campaign, to uh, lodging for people who are stranded in the community. I mean, the, the services just go 
on and on. Yeah, people yeah. coming out of uh, incarceration and trying to get back on their feet. Yeah, Stepping uh, Stone Style 20 program, yeah, yeah. Helping them get back into society, helping them find jobs and housing, and yeah, we do all that stuff as well. clothing for interviews. Yeah, exactly, and, and, then, uh, and then also for veterans, so, uh, pretty much anything for veterans we do, is housing to clothing to furniture for them to whatever they need, all the services that... As a matter of fact, we just finished our uh, accreditation with the veterans program and passed. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> That's always wonderful when you get the, your reviews come through and you did a, and you all passed. It's our staff. It's a wonderful job, and so we're very happy about that. But, yeah, uh, the services here in Champaign County are, are, again, we look for those areas where uh, we can assist what's already been happening in the community. Again, there's plenty of agencies out there doing stuff, but Salvation Army just wants to be its part. We want to do our part to make sure that uh, no one gets uh, left behind, no one gets uh, forgotten. And, again, Christmas time here, uh, we're gearing up right now. Al, again, the guy was here last week. Uh, he's uh, heading up uh, a lot of our toy shop effort, and uh, we're expecting to do well over 2,000 children. Um, oh this my. this Christmas season, about 900 plus families, and uh, an additional three 400 seniors, uh, all over San Fernando County. Because again, we partner with uh, uh, CSS, the Community Social Services up in Rand Tools. We're helping them with uh, with their program. We just gave them a whole bunch of toys, and we do all their vouchers as well for the food for people. So yeah, it's an exciting time. A lot of a lot of stuff happening. I'll bet. And That's incredible. What really stands out is that certain you kind of touched on how certain agencies already exist that can help, but you are able to take care of the problems that fall through the cracks. We try to, yeah. We try to make sure that if there's something that nobody else is doing, that if, uh, if there's a real need there, that we try and identify that and, and try to help out wherever we can, yeah. That's terrific. And, and uh, Major Summit, you, uh, I heard you conduct the sermons at the church? Yeah, yeah. If you, if you see some the Salvation Army people oh, again, prospect. it's one of those things we don't talk a lot about. Matter of fact, uh, <laughs> your partner last week got me and really convicted me uh, last week. Um, <laughs> because, yeah, um, the Salvation Army has always been a uh, religious organization, a church. You know, I mean, sure. that's how it got started. And so any of the people that you see in the Salvation Army wearing the suits, that just means they're a member. But if the, the color tells you the difference. So if they're wearing red on the shoulder, like I do, uh, that means we're an ordained pastor. So, yeah, I'm also the pastor of our own congregation down on North Prospect. That building is our, is our church and community center. And so, yeah, every Sunday we have about 65, 70 people that we uh, uh, have worship services for. And I'm Bible study on Wednesday night, just like all the other churches do. So, yeah, we do that as well. Mary, Barry, the whole bit. Yeah. Visitors welcome. Oh, always, always. Mary, yeah. Barry. Yeah. the whole bit huh? yeah. and again i mean we're in, we're in the season where i mean the whole reason for christmas is jesus so yeah i mean that's what it's all about now we're reminded of that every day that's why we serve that's why we do what we do for the community um but again it's all about christ it's all about our love for god and so um matter of fact on the if you happen to get one of my emails across the bottom it always says remember we're here to love god grow saints and serve suffering humanity that's what we do that's what we're about so yeah that's really terrific. How, how did you get involved to begin with? Well, um, <laughs> <laughs> basically, I was born into it. Um, my my testimony, my story is basically I was born on a Thursday and in church on Sunday, and I've been here ever since. <laughs> uh, literally, my parents were uh, lay pastors in Salvation Army, and... Uh, I grew up in the Salvation Army, so I've been here literally my whole life. I started ringing bells at Christmas season when I was eight. Oh, um, my. And, uh, the Throw the kid out there. Exactly. Yeah, that was back, you know, that was back in the early 70s. So, you know, back in those days, you could do those kind of things. So, yeah, yeah. 
And so, but yeah, I've been doing this a long, long time. And, and uh, just God put a calling on my life uh, when I was a teenager. And just, I knew this is what I was supposed to do. So I've been here ever since. So yeah. That's, That's fabulous that, that you you went ahead and followed in your parents' footsteps. It, yeah, yeah. Once you became an adult, did you ever have any overlap in serving with your parents at all? Um, well, that's funny because normally that does not happen. But in my case, yes, uh, I was assigned back to St. Louis, and um, that's where my parents live. And um, then the congregation where I was, uh, we had uh, had some struggles financially that that unit had, so we had turned it into a large shelter. So our congregation, the area for the church, was very very small because we had given almost the entire building over to make it a shelter for the community. And then there was another Salvation Army congregation in that same city that was slowly dying off they had a great big facility and almost no people so we merged the two of them and that happened to be my parents' church so yeah i was the pastor at the maplewood core in st louis and my folks lived two blocks from the maplewood core so yeah so in my case (laughs) yeah i actually did i became my parents pastor for about two and a half three years what a blessing for the st louis area though yeah well it was it was for us yes it was that's great (laughs) so so question for Doug, I'm sorry, but back to the board. I mean, I was not aware how much it's a, it's, it's a movement like clockwork when people like Randy who come into a community and then they get reassigned or move on. I'm not sure exactly how it all works. Mm-hmm. However many years later, three years, four years, five years later. We're hoping long, longer than that. Okay. But, yeah, usually okay. it's about right, yeah. Um, but you, you literally – pack up and you take your faith and you just say it's going to work out and we're and we have a new opportunity and then likewise from a board standpoint you know you're losing you know, you're, obviously you're going to have randy for quite some time coming forward but you know hope so. <laughs> you, you can lose somebody who just poured their heart and soul into the local chapter and gave so much and they're they're moving on how do you transition with the new person coming in and and well, actually, for us, for me personally, it's very simple because we have tremendous board members. And so we have a very little void between when the new officers come in and when the others departed. So that helps a lot. But by having a strong board, they work directly with the different committees within the Salvation Army. So we all know what's going on. Uh, we meet uh, twice a month with committee meetings and then our, our board meetings. So there's a, a, a tremendous intertwining of all the departments. So when, when they come aboard, then we are able to translate to them what we are doing. And then, of course, we have been fortunate with Major Sue and Major Randy. They have been extremely energetic and uh, getting introduced to the community. So it makes my job really easy. Uh, trying to keep up with them is a major part of my job. Do you get a, do you get a recruit at all? Do you kind of say, hey, uh, like Sue and Randy to head this direction? Or is that just... We have no say. No say whatsoever. <laughs> We're just blessed true. to get them. Yeah. No, we. one of the things that my wife and I have always worked very hard on is that when we come to a new community at that we find out, especially from the board members, what is the emphasis here? What is important to Champaign County? Because every place is different. Sure. You know, Salvation Army, generally speaking, is the same everywhere you go. But in another sense, it's very unique in every single town. What we do here in Champaign is 
different than what they do in Danville or what they do in Decatur or what they do in Springfield. It's, you know, each of us are a little bit unique because our communities are also unique. Sure. So we try to serve, as I said, that, you know, that's what that, that falls through the crack thing, that, that's what we're talking about. Because each one finds what is the real need that we can fill and we do that. So, no, we listen very closely to our board. And uh, I'll give a pitch w with Doug here because we're always looking for new members of the <laughs> board and uh, people who would like to serve. So if you know anybody, yeah, not pointing fingers. Not, really. point. no, not at all. About how much time would they be committing? Usually it's a three-year term, but most members we find um, really enjoy being on the board. Um, and so, I mean, it's not uncommon for people to be on the board 10, 12, 15 years, oh. 20 years. Uh, we have a few emeritus members. We have a few life members. Uh, Steve um, Hamburg. Uh, Hamburg, yeah. Uh, we're voting right now. We're working to make him a life member. And he's been on the board for 28 years, wow. oh 29 years. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. We have another board member, Dick Green, has been there 23 years. Mm -hmm. That's so. wonderful. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Really we, saw, we saw him uh, in grabbing the counter kettles and oh, yes. trade, swapping yes. those yes. out the yeah. other day. Oh, he does okay. a great job. He a great job. So that's what we're saying. I mean, each of the board members are, are very involved here. We are very, very blessed, uh, as far as my wife and I are concerned. We are very blessed that we have an incredible board here that knows that they are needed and uh, they're not just names on a roster. They don't just come and sit in, in a meeting. No, these, get, these people are very active. You know, it's not uncommon for you to come to the building, to our building over on North Market Street, and see Doug painting a wall or see Al sorting toys or see another member sitting behind the counter actually helping clients with the uh, food services. Our board members are active and involved in while they're dick picking up kettle money and stuff. I mean, all of them are doing things like that. So, uh, matter of fact, Marguerite, uh, and Carter. I just, uh, Carter, uh, she lives up in Rantoul. She's about to be featured in their newspaper because she is a, she's Miss Kettle up, up there. She's the one who goes <laughs> out and, and recruits people and brings them in and then calls them and reminds them, hey, don't forget you're supposed to be over at the county market. And, you know, so, <laughs> right. yeah, That's we have true. a very, we have an excellent board. We really do. That's true. And I forgot the statistic you popped out last week as far as the, the kettle drive. Um, the goal? What, or? The, what percentage of your annual budget? It typically brings in was it like 45 percent or more uh, well the christmas effort the whole christmas effort brings in about 30 percent okay uh, the kettle effort is one hundred ninety-five thousand dollars what we're raising okay. through our kettles and that's uh, right about 10 percent 11 percent of the budget so yeah yeah so it's, it's a large chunk this time of year is very very important to us right and then what is your goal this year? Well, the full goal for everything is uh, $557,000. So just over half a million dollars is what we're trying to raise during the seasonal time. So, yeah. Okay. So it, in addition to stopping by Prairie Gardens and buying one of these real or several of these very cute Santa bags with various North Pole Express prints on them oh, to choose from. Yeah. You need more than one, really. Oh, absolutely. Uh, also, keep an eye out for the red kettles. Oh, please, please. Yeah. yeah. I, I forgot how many locations. 28 locations. 28, 28 locations. And again, you know, if you want to volunteer, this location is actually the best because, I mean, you guys set up that wonderful little shed out there that's got a heater in it and everything i mean so prairie gardens <laughs> is a great place to come and volunteer um we'll shuttle out hot cider exactly. hot I mean, coffee you can't yeah. beat this place it's hot great. chocolate <laughs> that's terrific and then uh, it gives you a uh, per, uh, performance opportunity too you don't mm -hmm. mind folks who bring an instrument and oh, try no, the christmas carol or oh so we could have a musical volunteer out there then yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. or one who tries anyway yeah, that's right <laughs> 
Why is the kettle empty? <laughs> I have done it before, the Red Kettle campaign, and, oh, and cool. I have brought my accordion and, and, and just played around, you know, doing chords and singing Christmas tunes. It is so cute how many people walking to and from the parking lot to, to and from the building uh-huh. will join in. Oh, that's and awesome. I so promise I never Every will. once in a while, you'll get somebody who harmonizes, and, you know, you're getting, like, that's a great. flashback to your high school choir days. <laughs> so fun. Yes. And did you actually just say you would bring your accordion? <laughs> I did it <laughs> She did say she one would do that. Oh, man, yeah. I got I to I be there for that. And I want to make sure when you volunteer, you let me know. I want to make sure I'm there for that. <laughs> it's just a little dinky thing, but oh. it'll, it'll, it'll do it. It'll, it'll do works. it. Yep. There you go. It gives you a chord or a note if you need it. Yep. <laughs> so, so back to the volunteering, I think you mentioned a pretty slick feature on the website mm-hmm. that they can... Uh, yeah, it's registeredring.org, excuse me, .com, registeredring.com. Uh, and again, you just go in there and you put in your zip code. It'll bring up all the locations, all the towns we have, all the locations we have. You just pick the date and the spot you want to be. And so you put in like 61820, whatever, for Champagne, And then you put in the date you want, December 12th, pick a date, it doesn't matter. And then go down the list and you'll see Prairie Garden, check the box, and it opens up and it shows two-hour shifts. Uh, Pick one, pick all 10 of them, whatever, for a day. And uh, that'll let you know. And then after that, you'll get a reminder email. And if you put in your cell phone number, you'll get reminder text messages to tell you don't forget to be there. And so, yeah, we appreciate everybody who comes and volunteers. We still have about 4,000 hours that we need to cover. So plenty of room. Okay, good. I might interject too that uh, one that works well is our choirs, this type of thing. They can block a day and come in and and be there for an hour, two hours, and but they block it for their own organization. So then we don't have to worry about that location, which is really nice. So if anyone's out there looking to do something like that, that would be great. Or we'll take the two to four hours stints as well. Good suggestion. That is a good suggestion. Yeah. All right. So again, it's you said it. uh, Register to ring. Is it the number two or T O? T O. Okay. Register to ring. T O ring. Register to ring. D O ring. Dot com. Com. Dot com. And how many volunteers do you have so far? Do you think? Oh my goodness, I don't know. Hundreds. A lot. Oh yeah. That are really hundreds. Yeah. One of the one of the big days that's coming up is December fifteenth. All the Rotary clubs from everywhere in the county are taking the entire day, every location. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to ring December 15th, I need to apologize now. That's not possible. <laughs> that one day is taken at every location. All Rotary, all the service Rotary clubs are taking every single spot. Thank every you to the Rotary service that members. Yeah. That's fabulous. But again, we have the Kiwanis Club is ringing for us. A couple of the Optimus Clubs are ringing for us. The uh, Serot- uh, Serotonin Club is ringing for us. Exchange Club is ringing for us. I mean, there's a whole bunch of groups. But again, as Doug said, we need Always need more. Always you need more. You say 28 locations. Are they all in Champaign-Urbana, or are you, are you Champaign able to? Champaign County. So, yeah, they're in St. Joe. They're in Rantoul, Muhammad, then yeah. Champaign and Urbana, and also a few in Savoy as well. Okay, good. And yeah. I think you said that, you know, you have, what, 4,000 volunteer hours for Kettle Ring that you still need to fill, but I think you go into the season needing to fill 10,000? Yeah, about that, yeah. yeah. So we're doing real well. So yeah, it's a chunk. Really, yeah, it's real well, yeah. That's great. Uh, it's, there's always more room. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, and and what a great thing to do with kids. Oh, my gosh. And it, not only because, as Steve pointed out, boy, they can really give you the puppy dog eyes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> please, sir, please give us a coin or two. <laughs> but also because it teaches them to be, uh, to have that benevolent spirit, especially during the holiday oh. season. Anything but you can do to get somebody to think 
beyond themselves? Yes. Well, yeah. giving. And there's a flip side of the coin, too. One of our board members was talking about how she was ringing the bell. I think she said she was at Sam's Club or somewhere. And, uh, and the mother and daughter was walking by, and she heard the little girl look at the mom and say, Mom, can we get some money? They were so nice to us when we stayed there. Oh. oh, oh, wow! You know, so I mean, so uh, when you're out there volunteering, it also encourages you because you really see the people who and the generosity they have, especially when those people that it's obvious that they don't have lots of money and they still want to make sure they give to help somebody else less fortunate than they are. Yeah, you know, yeah. so yeah, it's a wonderful opportunity all the way around. It really is. That's a really excellent point. Uh, I am totally amazed at the number of lives that the Salvation Army touches just in Champaign County. It just, the yeah. things you were telling me last week, Major mm-hmm. Doug, uh, Randy, I, I just was totally yeah. blown away. Yeah, yeah. We see, like I said, about 30 to 50 families a day is, in, in is our that offices. incredible? Yeah, 100. When you put all the numbers together, and I want to thank Prairie Garden. They put together a really nice uh, little explanation sheet with all of our stats on it. But it works out to 110,000. In last just last year that we served just in Champaign County. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was doing a, a group a presentation for another service club, and we start trying to do the numbers when you go statewide or nationwide or whatever. Then the numbers just go really crazy. It's like, uh, what was the one stat I found? Every 12 seconds, a person is served by Salvation Army somewhere. That's incredible. That's yeah, it's wonderful. like 24 million plus people in America. Wow. Yeah, it's just That's numbers amazing. are crazy. But, and again, all that's due because places like Prairie Gardens does promotions with these wonderful gift bags and helps raise money for that. Or somebody puts a quarter or a golden coin uh, <laughs> in the bucket. You know, all those things add up. That's how we're able to do this is because of the generosity of the public. So That's true. Yep, it's and, and the generosity of you for providing uh, your time and resources. Part, yeah. All the hours. And enthusiasm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. To, to kind of get it going and keep oh, it you going. you got to have fun. You know, you got to enjoy your life, you know. So, yes, yeah. you do. Okay, so on this gold coin thing and counting the kettles and all that stuff, are the kettles numbered so you know what site they were at? They on have tags in them. Inside the bucket, there's a tag that tells us every location and what time they were there. So, okay. yeah, so we know where, where the coin came from. We don't know exactly when it got dropped. We wouldn't sure. know that. But we can tell you exactly what location, where it was, yeah. Yeah, what day it was, yeah. What has, what has been some, some of the most surprising things that you have found donated? I heard somebody say rings. You've had a ring donated at times? Uh, I think it was last year we had uh, someone donated some beautiful gold women's chains. Oh, and oh wow. And with different types of uh, jewelry attached to them. Uh-huh. So then, you know, it, and it wound up to be a significant amount of money. Wow. Oh, how That's wonderful. That, yeah, it's one way to get rid of uh, rings that you don't want anymore mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I was just surprised. That or maybe if it just has bad karma and you want to <laughs> <That's my point. laughs> flip the karma on the ring. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> do some good. Go away. Do some good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> People do that kind of stuff, again, because we have our thrift store and stuff like that will come in. And, again, we use that for our program services. But the stuff he's talking about, that came in through the bucket, I mean, through the kettle. So somebody just incredible. dropped that incredible. into the little slot, yeah, and we yeah. found they found it later on as we were shorting out the change so yeah it's well, amazing like you said you, you know what's purposeful versus well i hope that didn't fall off by accident yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. right these were in an envelope so yeah, okay that's pretty purposeful oh, yeah. okay so yeah i guess that was pretty yeah. purposeful and people talk about the gold coins but for those who who aren't aware of what happens with the gold coins these are just every once in a while they pop up in a kettle uh-huh. right and not only 
here in town. I've heard it, you know, across the nation. You hear every once in a while yes, of it happening. Like but how many times has it happened here, or is it something that someone does? The last four years kind of um, that I've been doing this particular event, um, we have had three gold coins do donated. Gee. So now wow. one one year we had two. So that kind of wow. Oh, how that's exciting. Amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. That is fun. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Well, Major Randall Summit, again, the uh, Corps officer and pastor at the Salvation Army. And Doug, I didn't quite catch your last name. Crusa. Crusa. Mm -hmm. All right. Doug Crusa, who is a board member with the Salvation Army. Thank you so much, both Thank of you, for being here today. And Thank you. The time we appreciate it. All the Saturday morning. All year, yeah. Yes, thank you for that, definitely, for everything I, you do with the Salvation Army. And I just want to give another thank you as well, because last week uh, Prairie Gardens also donated to the Salvation Army. A beautiful poinsettia. You guys have gorgeous poinsettias here. Thank you. So we, we thank you for that. That's in our chapel, and uh, we, oh, that's we great. appreciate that. So, yeah, because I learned some new things about plants myself. I didn't know about the cold and how it affects poinsettias. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just a great place to come and shop so isn't it i agree yeah. i had no idea until they started taking care of me properly here <laughs> well yeah you like if you grab a poinsettia plant and you want to take it home you do need to be really careful in that just a little bit of transit for the plant mm -hmm. uh, protect it from winds and uh we don't we don't cold. want that thing going flat or curling or anything that's going to happen no. after it get exposed to it, the, no. the wrong elements here there are a lot so, of so, so even today still on you know think, oh plants. it's so warm i don't need to well yeah you do need yeah, to yeah you do uh, plus if you have that large bag filled with a little bit of extra air uh, yes. it's a nice buffer against that wind tearing up the plant yes, too yes. so yeah yep. and I, I love how you have uh, a wrapping station right here ready to go right by the plants convenient yes so, and even even if uh, everybody here at Prairie Gardens is busy and they can't help me, it's just right there. Yep. All I have to do is stick it in a bag. Yep. Give or it some you can just tie it up. Help. <laughs> or yep, yep. I could, but you know, if I can act like I know what I'm doing, <laughs> I'm a little plant expert myself. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> and then I can do that. All right. Well, before we uh, run out of time here, we've got just a few minutes left in the show. Um, we kind of we covered again that the Christmas trees are fresh and gorgeous and in. Yeah, and, and obviously you want to put it up inside your home or business um, whenever it's convenient for you and timing wise. What you want to do? I'm, mine's going to go up right before the holiday, right before Christmas, a yeah. few days before. And so mine's in the garage right now. Exactly. In a bucket of water. In a bucket of water. So a, a fresh cut on the stump. I'm not cutting off too much at any given point in time because otherwise I want to have my eight-foot tree is going to be six feet tall if I do it too often. <laughs> uh, so I'm just cutting an inch off, having a bucket of water so it's cool and not freezing. And then... And you don't let the water go down all the way, do you? You never want to let the water go out. But what I'll do in about another week, I'll pull it out and I'll cut it again. And put it in some more water. Because the sap starts to collect, well, right? It, it clogs. Ryan Pancow educated me a little bit this <laughs> morning when I read the News Gazette. Yeah. There you go. Don't let that xylem get clogged up. So you want, you want that open so it can take the water up. And okay. so I'll just keep doing that until it's time to come inside. And at that point, I'll make one last fresh cut, put it in fresh water inside the house, and I'll have the freshest tree I can possibly have. I'm out of the wind. I'm out of the sun. It's cool. It works out great. And really, you can expect an, uh, a cut fresh tree to last for several weeks. How many weeks? 
there's a lot of factors in it, so it's really hard to say for sure. The most important thing is fresh cut, never let it run out of water. Mm. Whether you use the additives, eh, probably not a big deal. Some people swear by them, but I don't think it's that big of a deal with it. So never out of water is the big deal, is the big way to go. You can, I didn't know there were additives for Christmas tree water. Of course there are. Of course there, <laughs> of course there are. Like, of course like there. fresh flowers. Um, you know, you can spray the. You, have it. you can spray the needles yes. uh, with something like wiltproof, which clogs the stomata, so the plant can't transpire, losing as much moisture through the needles, and that works out well. It gives a little bit of a sheen to it, but I think it takes a little bit away from the fragrance too uh, inside yes, the home. Oh, so, okay. Good to uh, not big on top of that. Uh, keep it away from a, a warm register vent, a heating vent, yes. so there's no draft with it. Um, but really, again, the most important thing is fresh cut and never let it run out of water. And water, water, water. There you go. Because that, especially those first few days, they can drink. Oh, yeah. Lots. Yeah. And I've had trees drink a lot, and it's been fantastic. I've had some trees that didn't drink a lot, but still they were fresh and held the hell up through the season as long as I did my part. How tall of a tree do you, nor- do you normally get? Like seven, eight foot? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I didn't. The room's a little bit taller ceiling where it's going to go, so I didn't really pay too much attention to the height. Uh, okay. Um, Lucky. So, how much water are we talking daily for, say, a seven foot tree? Oh, you, a quart? Again, it's going to be more. A cup? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you wouldn't go through a couple quarts that first day or two. A yes. couple but, quarts. Yeah, yeah, but then it'll, it'll simmer down after that. Yep. Wow. So, pay attention. <laughs> pay attention to your tree. <laughs> Amazing. Definitely. Definitely pay attention. And like Marianne to was saying yeah. earlier, you can tell how fresh they are by how heavy they are. Oh, they're they're heavy. I mean, I've that's all water weight, folks. Oh, it is. Anybody's ever been sign. impacted by water weight in their life? I'm telling you, <laughs> these trees are too. Thank you, Steve. You're welcome. Good to know. I, I wasn't Mary. looking at anybody, Marianne. I, anyway, um, but they—that's what it all is. It's all moisture. Yep. And okay. so you can tell how fresh they are. Just pick it up, shake it. Yes. And you go, Ugh, honey, can you carry this for me? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the first things I ask the young men when they offload the trucks. Were they heavy? If they're heavy, if they say, yes, then you know, oh, they're going to be great trees. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, how you can yeah, tell. Yeah, just By ask the guys. Worn, up, right? worn yeah, out the guys Worn out are. the guys are. Yeah, load the tree. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Yeah. And they are pretty worn out from yes, what I hear were, on this last It was load. a long day for them. <laughs> right. Bless their hearts. They did a lot of work, but it's, they're beautiful trees. Twenty nine ninety nine, twenty nine ninety five. Yep. Twenty nine ninety seven for the balsams, and they're up to eight feet tall. Wow. Yeah. That's and then there's great. others. There's Fraser firs. There's uh, some white pine. There's some scotch pine. Yes. A few Doug firs. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Good. And the fresh cut greens. Oh, just, we, we haven't just even touched have on those. whole walkway full of fresh cut greens. Greens. And the same and thing applies to bows. them. If you're using them outdoors to make a fresh cut on them, if you're sticking them in soil, okay. uh, just make sure it's, it has water in it. Because it, it'll continue to take up moisture. So if you have if you have a porch pot, for example, and yes. you have it shoved in soil which is what we do here uh, they soak them really good before they go on out to the floor and we encourage yes. non-freezing temperatures for the customers to do the same do thing the same just thing. to retain as much moisture I, as possible i've had okay. people tell me that they've been able to last through february wow so you know if you keep the moisture in them maybe it can happen i'm right. not guaranteeing it just maybe let's go ahead and take this call aaron in champaign aaron thank you so much for waiting patiently are you there aaron uh-oh we may have lost, lost her. Oh, well. Well, Aaron, I apologize for that. 
And uh, I do, we have a text asking if it's true that poinsettias are poisonous to animals. Well, I'll tell you what, maybe we can get Mike, we're going to run out of time today, but maybe Mike Beal can uh, give us a call next Saturday okay. and address that. In, but the, the long answer is no, uh, or the short answer is no. It's going to it kill them. Right. They're going to be an irritant. They may cause some stomach upset, some vomiting and things like that. But Mike can give you all the scientific background behind and, it. And from what I understand, it's really the white sap that comes out of yeah. the, the yeah. plant. And as, uh, like people, like human beings, that some people are allergic to it and some people aren't. Mm. As a euphorbia, there are a number of different plants that do that. So it's just depends. It just depends. It just depends. I got to say it at Christmas time. We it just haven't depends. heard that from you for no, a while. It just depends, and it works so well. <laughs> yeah, it does. Okay, let's go back to the phones because Aaron was able to call back Yay. in. Good morning, Aaron. Uh oh. Aaron? Aaron's <laughs> pranking you. That could be. Oh, that's um, April Fool's Day? Give just a second, make sure Blake's got it in program and yeah. he's got the phone all queued up. And yeah. Okay, if it, we, uh, yeah. we, he would have known all Too that. Bad. So. Okay, sorry. Stop by the store. Need your question answered this week or certainly call in to, uh, next Saturday. Or call in 356 6532. Three five six six five three two. Right now, and John or somebody, Linda, can answer the question. Right. Okay. That's so nice. <laughs> the experts are always on hand here at Prairie Gardens. Yes, we are. <laughs> and and uh, so again, they have uh, the fresh cut Christmas trees available here. Also, fabulous smelling wreaths and bows, boughs. Yes, we have all bow. of that. We have uh, we have grave blankets and grave pillows, fresh as well as the artificial, but we have the fresh this year. I'm tickled how really lovely they are. They're really, really pretty. So, yeah, we can fill almost all your needs here. Fabulous. For Christmas decorating. Oh, Christmas really, uh, out of loop. Fresh blankets? Well, it's, it's a... Thank a, you for a, asking. A, <laughs> I didn't know It's either. a decoration for the grave. Oh, you know, you usually see cool. um, on top of the gravestone saddles and that kind of thing. These are just flat... Um, arrangements mm -hmm. that go on top of oh, the site beautiful. and you can either get a large one which is called a blanket or a smaller one which is called a pillow oh. which would be about two feet across you think yeah maybe 18 inches and the other one's about four and a half feet so oh, wow. uh, and and they're fresh greens usually you find them right here anyway artificial but we do have the, the fresh greens this year and they're really lovely oh, wow. for people who like to decorate it at the cemetery during christmas sure. Well, I, I ask, again, we do something at our church, again, talking about that. Uh, this Sunday, matter of fact, coming up, we call it a, a bow ceremony. Uh -huh. It's the same thing. It's, it's just oh. a small card of a bow that we put on the tree in remembrance of those people who have passed. So it's oh, nice to nice. know that there are things like that. Yes. Even at Christmas, because you know, I've seen them around the year, but I didn't realize at Christmas time there was something yeah. you could do as well. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. really a nice the thing. Actually, the memorials, and, and we make them down at the design center, mm -hmm. not the fresh ones, but the artificial ones. Mm -hmm. And it's a big season. I mean, obviously, May... Late April and May is our biggest time of year, but we sell a surprising amount for fall. Sure. But we sell a ton of them a at Christmas. Of them. So Christmas, there's, a, yeah. there's a lot of people that are remembering loved ones. Yeah. At Christmas time, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, throughout the year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yes, we have a whole bunch of stuff. I didn't even know that Christmas there decorating. was such a thing, so I think that's wonderful. I would yeah. love to remember my parents and grandparents at this time but and it's, brother. It's a yeah. nice way to do it. That, that is really wonderful. Uh, and and 
Major, thank you so much for asking that question because I just kind of was like, <laughs> oh, okay, blankets. <laughs> hmm. Well, it's like spring, um, Tamara. You know, if you're, we, well, we talk about things that are like, <laughs> so, you know, you got to ask the questions if you want an yeah, answer. Yeah, what does that ooh, ooh, mean? <laughs> does it come in red or blue? <laughs> Maybe purple, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, this has been Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. want to remind you real quick to come by this week and purchase one of the Santa bags. And 100% of the proceeds which is only $9.99 per bag, will go toward the Salvation Army. Major Randall Summit and Doug, Chris, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you to our experts, Marianne Metz. Tamara. Thanks to John Wise Garver and thanks to Steve Brown. Thanks, Tamara. All right. Also, thanks to Blake Landa, our executive producer. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Stay tuned for Saturday Sports Talk up next here on News Talk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. And a broadcast of this show, as well as previous shows, are available on our website at WDWS.com. This particular show will be available later today. (laughs) Have a great weekend.